Welcome back to Secret Lowlands Podcast. I am recording this episode from my hometown, from my home country. So I'm in an apartment with my parents. And so you might hear some noise of them talking or a dog running around because it's reality here. So that's that. And... Apart from that, it's so nice to have you here. Thank you for returning. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate you. Even though I can't see you, I feel like we're kind of connecting <laughs> through this podcast and it's cool. And I hope you find it useful. Today, I want to touch on this topic of being an intuitive freelancer. Intuition is a word that gets thrown around quite a lot these days. A lot of health gurus and the wellness uh, industry people talk about intuitive this, intuitive that. But for a long time, I really didn't know what they talk about. I just felt like it's a fancy word that people use to sound more <laughs> sophisticated. But when intuition made sense to me and I felt resonance with the concept of intuition when I've heard a few interviews with Dr. Gabor Mate, when he speaks about intuition and how our traumas, our childhood traumas might have disconnected us from our intuition, from our bodies, because intuition is our innate ability to feel things out without having a rational explanation or mental explanation and so um, it's like you probably heard people saying you know listen to your gut and yeah it's basically being so in touch with your body with your senses and um, really understanding how you are affected by your environment, by situations, and intuitively, without rationalizing too much, being able to make decisions that are right to you, that are right to, to your center, to your core, that feels good. And what Dr. Gabor Mati talks about is that a lot of people who have experienced trauma in their childhood, all sorts of trauma, um, in fact, trauma is not what happened to you, but how the body memorized it or what pattern body acted out in order to protect you in that moment. So let's say if you were physically abused as a child, you struggled to, you could not stay in your body in those moments. You learned not to trust your body because it was too painful. It was too hurtful for you and you had to escape. So that escapism could be you would numb yourself, you would distract yourself, your mind would find ways to really disconnect from the body. Quite often people who experience abuse or this documentary I watched where people were being branded by cult members, they would say that they could completely disconnect from their body and not feel the pain, not feel, just think about something else. And in these moments, we develop the trauma within our body has a trauma response and we disconnect from ourselves because it's too painful to be integrated because we cannot take the pain. And throughout the life, this stays with us. And every time we end up being in a situation when we feel 
threatened or yeah if there is any danger to us we might use our escapism to protect ourselves from heart and that's why a lot of people have ADHD because when they were little they had to escape themselves from the pain that they were feeling the suffering that was caused to them this resonated with me so much because then I really understood what intuition means and because of my trauma I have been disconnected from my intuition and that there is a lot of work that I have been doing but I still need to do and it's an ongoing process and yeah to finally reconnect with my body start to trust my feelings allow my feelings to be felt and vipassana meditation was a very helpful way to do that yoga is another um, but it's something that I have to keep on practicing because for me to feel out my feelings allow them to surface is not natural and so in this way when we escape ourselves we lose our connectedness with our not only you know pain but also our good feelings our guidance within and when we are disconnected from our intuition we make poor decisions that do not align to our higher self to our inner knowing and that is why a lot of us are confused and lost and we um, don't know why we keep on ending up in the situations which don't serve us so this is one approach which really resonates with me and hopefully it helps you as well to understand my perspective on the concept of intuition and since I want to talk about intuitive freelancing because I talk a lot about creativity and how I believe that each of us creative gift and that each of us can express it and should express it to have a fulfilled happy life and I feel like my mission in this world is really to help people to step into their freedom through creativity and play and and allowing themselves to truly follow their heart's desire heart's path and at the same time some of us are just like okay cool I already stepped into my creativity but how do I actually make money of it because it's not so straightforward and I want to say that uh, damn right it's not it's it's tricky and the most annoying part of it is that there's a lot of gatekeeping when it comes to freelancing and being independent financially or being an independent creator a person who can enable themselves support themselves sustain themselves from their creativity this becomes a closed doors conversation you cannot really find very clear answers for one reason is I think because a lot of people are gatekeeping and they just don't want to share this magical (laughs) knowledge which could help a lot of people but second I think because every journey is so unique and it's so special in its own way and every path is you know just like our personal life stories they are so unique there is not a single person who has the same combination of experiences personality traits and background that's what makes us unique and there is no other person just like you with the same combination of things so that is why when we start freelancing careers if we are creators educators healers um, or in fact probably anyone can be a freelancer if you just feel like it if you finally 
feel ready to start earning from your skills, from something that you're passionate about. There is definitely a way to do that. And I want to facilitate that as well. I want to help you out. And that's why I created Empowering Ritual Method, because it's not only helping people to access their creativity and step into that full potential, but also learning various strategies and techniques that you can then make your own and implement in order to really start taking steps closer to earning from your gifts too because it's fun to do stuff because it gives us joy but I think it's also fun when we can turn our joys into profit into something that allows us to improve and expand and bring even more goodness into this world. Yeah, and I wanted to talk about how I perceive what being an intuitive freelancer is and what it meant to me. And I wonder whether any of you will find some truth in it as well or whether you feel like you're ready to step into intuitive freelancing as well. It's not just freelancing because I don't know what exactly, what is the common understanding of a freelancer, but let me tell you that when I decided to step into freelancing, I had no clue. And yes, of course, I tried to do some research, but I needed to invent my own rules and I had to invent my own ways and my own strategies. And I just want to say that the hardest part was to believe that it is possible to literally write your own script for what you want to do and how you want to do it and that it can work that there are no wrong strategies that it is just your own authentic way when you are listening to your gut when you are creating working approaching communicating translating your gifts your messages from the place of connectedness from the place of joy and passion rather than feeling that you need to do a certain thing at a certain time or needing to tick a box. After all, if we choose to do freelancing, I think one of the main reasons why we do that is because we want to be free, right? We want to have uh, independence. We want to have sovereignty of ourselves, of our income, of our time, of our health, right? So that is exactly why we do it. So if we follow some predetermined structure it can become a prison to us and I'm sharing this from my own experience I really didn't have the confidence that whatever I'll decide to do and however I will decide to approach things will be accepted or that you know I will land clients like that and stuff and I and of course I tried to find ways how other people do it and I tried that out and of course some things can work and that's how you you know you test this trial and error you test some things and you realize that they work and then you try some other things you realize that they don't work for you and that is fine we don't need to follow the structure where everything is elaborately explained and you just follow the steps like a machine like a robot actually it's about listening what feels right to you and what feels right to your personality what feels like the most natural and fun thing to do you know if you don't feel like posting every day or if you don't feel like using particular social media platforms but you think or somebody says that you have to 
Well, this is where this intuitive part comes in. You really check in with yourself and you make your decisions based on your values, on your beliefs, on your feelings. And uh, when you do that, I think you can develop the most beautiful, authentic strategy which will be felt, it will be perceived. So yeah, you can learn strategies, yeah, you can learn techniques, but trial and error is really what helps you to find and design your own unique, authentic path. So yes, don't be afraid to try things out, but also trust yourself. We are not encouraged enough to trust ourselves as if we are just so foolish and we don't have this generational wisdom you know it's just so not true i think that our society our capitalist society really trained us or like we it made us desynthesized from our feelings and intuition and wisdom because in this case we feel like we always need to reach for external ways to support ourselves we're always reaching for that crutch that will help us to get somewhere when in fact everything we need we have within us we have the wisdom we need and okay we might need to learn a skill or two but the trust the passion the desire the personality the belief system it's really coming from within and that's what people are most interested in and that's the place we'll be creating and sharing our gifts with the world. And this is the way to be an intuitive freelancer, trying the systems, but never feeling that you have to stick with particular things. You know, there are all these gurus, social media gurus, marketing gurus, salespeople. And of course, there are some rules and methods that are tested by time. And of course, it's useful to know them and to try them out. But I think the most beautiful thing is to try something out and assess and see how it works. And if it doesn't work, try not to judge yourself too much, but just move past it to something else. It's a lot of unknown and uncertainty. And it's very mythical and beautiful journey. It can be if we don't get lost in our mind, in our insecurity, in our... Um, blaming ourselves on our knowledge or our skill set for the fact that maybe we're not moving as fast or whatever. Remember that on social media, it seems like everyone has an overnight success and we all just show the best side of us, but nobody sees all those hours, all the failures, all the trickiness of the journey. And my goal is to really finally start speaking about that because it's not always easy but it's also beautiful that it isn't and there are always some interesting lessons to be learned about ourselves and about the world as well and about other people and about communicating something authentically and even learning to do business and you know, and to do freelancing authentically from the connected heart space not in a way that you're just trying to sell something to someone that you yourself don't believe in but when you truly speak from your heart when you know that you offer wonderful value to people there is no problem to ask what you are worth in fact it's not correct because we cannot put the value on what's our worth we cannot put we're invaluable beings however we do need to figure out how much we would ideally charge per hour or whatever way you decide try to use your intuition try to think about what you really want to earn what's the ideal and maybe there is some shadow work that you need to do maybe you 
don't allow yourself to believe that you can earn a lot. Maybe there is some money stuff that you need to work through. I know for sure it, it was and it is still for me and I'm working on it. And it is, again, checking in with yourself and questioning what is the feeling you're going for? Do you want to feel supported? Do you want to feel safe? Do you want to feel abundant? Do you want to feel free that you can just, you know, decide to take breaks whenever you want to or rest whenever you want to? You know, what kind of feeling is there that you're actually after? Because truly, we are not about the money. We're about the feeling. There's a feeling that we're striving for. And I think it's healthy to start also envisioning, you know, what kind of feeling you're trying to attract with your with the need of money and then try to vision yourself having that amount of money and experiencing that feeling before you actually get there. Obviously, when you start something, it's absolutely fine to test the waters to, you know, not put the prices uh, super high up because we're just beginning. We need to learn. We need to maybe sometimes even get burned to really learn to understand what we can ask for and what we feel like we can't yet or that we don't feel comfortable with but I think there is really no one to tell you what you should charge because it's your own unique gift that you bring into this world and I would suggest not trying not to focus too much on other people but really assessing yourself your skills where you're at your experience and how much do you think your time is worth simply and with time with experiences you can adjust that that's the beauty of being a freelancer you can always adjust uh, depending on how you feel I remember for myself working with photography for a long time doing a lot of stuff a lot of projects but I didn't really have a proper website so I didn't feel like everything is together I felt kind of all over the place and I could not allow myself to charge the sum that I feel I would like because I felt like I'm not there yet I'm not ready but when I was preparing my website which took months and months and months and I know how much work I've put in there and how I could finally review all my work all my photography all my film work then I not only that I saw how much amazing stuff I've done and you know again reevaluated my skills and upped my skills because I also had to learn a lot of new things and implement them but also acknowledging how much work you've done already and what's the experience there it really helped me to realize that okay now I'm ready to I felt it and that was a feeling from within this is absolutely natural I know how much work I've put in I know what I'm going to provide and if you feel like you resonate with that great we can work together and if, if you feel like this is not for you then it's also a sign for me that this is not the person for me. It's just not the ideal client, right? Because we there are loads of different types of people and loads of different types of creatives, educators, healers, or any kind of discipline. You must realize that you are not going to want to work with everyone. At the beginning, you might be desperate and new and you feel like you have to say yes to every project. But then with time, you realize that I'd rather work with less people but it's a very high quality 
frequency vibe exchange rather than to say yes to everyone and then have a lot of dissonance and um, miscommunication because that happens. So being intuitive freelancer is really feeling out the people you're working with before you agree to anything, taking time to really meditate on how you feel around this, whether you're jumping in this project because you feel desperate. If you jump into the projects when you feel desperate for money or, I don't know, recognition or whatever, people can feel it and it will definitely manifest in one or the other way that, for example, my experience that the people with whom I've been working from desperation, let's say I felt like, okay, my business is not going well, maybe, or the month is slow, I need some cash and suddenly someone shows up and they just, um, whatever they say, I am happy to do, I'm not negotiating, I'm not even trying my uh, ideal price or whatever, I'm just saying yes, most likely these people are not paying that much, most likely they're really underpaying you, and then these are the people who will try to squeeze the most out of you. From my experience, the higher the exchange, the energetic exchange, the financial exchange, the higher the respect the higher the trust, the higher the frequency. That's my experience. That is why I straight away stopped working with projects which would be, you know, um, with people who are really not valuing their own money because I feel like if you want me to do something for you, whether that's uh, any film work or photography or you want to do some coaching with me, and you have a very small budget, but that's what you you set yourself a small budget, maybe not because that's what you can, but because that's what you decided is okay for you to spend. That's the energetic input investment you are ready to make. And I know what energetic exchange I have to offer. I know how much I can give through my work. I know how much I'm gonna put my time and energy. I know that for that amount, it's very little that I can do and I'm not, I don't want to work. I don't want to work superficially. I don't want to work out of desperation and I don't want to work with people who yet don't understand the value of themselves, I guess, that they don't appreciate themselves, their time, their money, their investments. And of course, I'm not judging. It's everyone's personal choice, but I just know that energetic exchange is higher than you know desperation level even if that means that I will have much less work you know even if it means that maybe there will be months when I will have only one client or maybe there will be months when I will have no clients I'm not going to compromise my integrity and that to me is intuitive freelancing of course at the beginning you try things out as I said, I have all sorts of experiences and that's why I talk about it now. So, of course, at the beginning you will try. But in the long run and hopefully sooner than later, you will reach the point where you're making decisions from your intuitive place, from your feeling place. Not only from your rational mind, not only from your intelligence, but also from what feels right to your heart. And you will attract the people and the projects that are really aligning with your core values, with your beliefs. And that is the most beautiful thing. And that's where the most amazing, exciting collaborations happen. And that you can see from the work you produce as well. When you are on the same energetic level with people, there are no fooling around. They're just love and 
respect for each other and joy, ideas, creativity just flows. So I really wish that for you. One last thing I wanted to touch on is as well, when we step into intuitive freelancing, there is a lot of communication we have to do, right? Because, you know, if we are most likely working on our own, um, we have to talk about what we do, we have to share it with others, and most likely we have to use social media. And this becomes a trap because to really keep up with social media trends and to keep up with whatever social media gurus are teaching us is just it just feels a bit too much, at least for me personally. It just feels a bit too much and it never felt genuine to show up the way the people online on YouTube and stuff are teaching, you know. But then I really felt like for me, I need to invent my own way of approaching social media. I need to find my own way of sharing from intuitive place, from my connected consciousness you know from the higher place so I might want to meditate before I post I want to set some intentions um, before I make a post I want it to come from my heart rather than I just do it because I know that I have to because I have a strategy where I have to post every day and that's what I follow that is a robot kind of work and we want to have more genuine human connections we want to build communities right so we have our heart our intentions our energy at our fingertips when we're typing those messages we're infusing it with the energy we're feeling and people are so susceptible to energy we are energetic beings so you might write one thing but if you don't truly feel it other side will feel it you know through the screen even through the screen it will be felt it will be experienced so the energy that you come with um to post to create to share is extremely important so never underestimate that if you're not having a good day maybe it's a better thing to go and have take some rest rather than work from that frustration and irritation and it all goes back to intuitive freelancing i know it sounds a bit um, esoteric but I think this actually is the most natural the most innate connected you know holistic way of freelancing and I really wish that for you I remember going to art school or doing whatever people always said oh it's so hard to make it if you're being a creative this is a myth it is not hard it is maybe not the easiest thing because there are no clear guidelines and you have to invent them yourself or explore them and, yeah, create them. But there's, it's so exciting. It's, the free, it's freedom at its finest. And, yeah, sometimes freedom can feel paralyzing, but we got to be strong. And if we chose to be free, if we chose to freelance, well, there is a lot of strength in there. So I believe that if that's where you're at, you are definitely going to be fine. Please allow yourself to invent that reality that really works for you. And as I said, the hardest thing for me was to believe that I can just create whatever I want and that it can work. And I say from my experience, it really can. It really, really can. Incredible things can happen if you really set your mind to it. And there is no right or wrong way. You know, there are so many unique ways you can if you're just proactive, if you really put in the time and the heart in your work and you're proactive and you're always creatively thinking of how to 
make more opportunities to share your gift and connect with others and to bring a meaningful change into this world or create meaning bring value to others you will always be guided to the places you have to be so just trust that and i can't wait to hear from you to hear yes please share please get in touch please tell me what is your journey are you considering to start freelancing because to be honest i think that's the future i think that we can all now use the internet and technology to truly truly become independent just like we were back in the day before industrialization happened so please start exploring experimenting with the idea of being free and sustained and abundant and connected there is enough for all of us there is enough and we can not only survive but we can also thrive so i send you much love please get in touch you know where to find me probably if not you can find me at egle-slowlands.com there is a way to get in touch with me or you can find me on instagram at secret lowlands drop me a message let me know what you feel and i send you much love Thank you.